Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. On this edition of the Cubs Talk podcast, a production of NBC Sports Chicago and NBCSportsChicago.com, Gordon Wittenmeyer at the GM meetings in Vegas, Tim Stebbins and I in studio here at NBC Sports Chicago. We discuss the latest goings on in the free agent market and what Scott Boris had to say to Gordon today. Let's play two. Back, 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 back. Way back, it might be, it could be, it is. Holy cow. The fly, he scores. Welcome into the Cubs Talk Podcast, a presentation of NBC Sports Chicago, NBCSportsChicago.com, with Gordon Wittenmeyer in Las Vegas, Tim Stebbins to my left, Claire Phillippe is at the controls, I'm David Kaplan. Gordon, the most important question of all, did you make enough at the craps table last night to pay this month's mortgage? Dude, unfortunately, no. I've got a little bit left. I'm, I'm at a slot machine right now. Let, hang on a second. Let me see if I can do something here. Uh, come on. That would be awesome no, if no. it hit. Still working. Still working on it. <laughs> Give it another spin. That would be awesome if come you on, hit you a bastard. jackpot. Nope. 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 All <laughs> right. Playing while we go. Shipman said just put it on his credit card, so just keep going. Shipman being John, okay. our boss. Uh, all right, let's start with Scott Boris spoke today. It's like the Pope comes down and ever. Oh my God! Everybody, and again, I respect Scott. He's a success in his industry. But boy, I've been to those winter meetings many times. Here he comes, and there go the 700 media people that got to chase this dude down. And then we hear about this squirrel has a lot of nuts, and this is that. So what did? Uh, Pope, well, Pope Boris say today. Xander Bogarts uh, is is teams now have a chance finally to sign the X Men, and it's a marvel for the industry. Uh, let's see, Carlos Rodon last year the thinking team picked him up, and maybe that's what happens again this year. Uh, what else did he say? Didn't have a good one in all. Oh. Taiwan Walker, he compared him to uh, to Rodon as a young guy, pre thirty, who can who's an All Star caliber guy, and he and how rare that is. So he said Taiwan's on an island, and the only question is how much Taipei. I got another one here. I read uh, that you. Wait, 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 nobody's laughing. You guys aren't laughing. That one. I, well, I have a bad sense of humor. One. This this one was the best to me, and I have a childish sense of humor. But I, Brandon Nimmo, he, this oh, is yeah. a, there are a lot of teams that are in the waters for a center fielder. Whoever picks are, 
guy will be the lucky one to finding Nemo. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that was That's good pretty that was good. Right How does he think of these? And yeah. he rehearses them. Who is willing to pay? Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, dude. When uh, the first question was about board guards, and he checked his notes. That's how he thinks of these. How about prepares, man? He's as prepared as anybody. Carlos Correa, the Dior of defense, the Hermes of hitting, the Louis the fifth of leadership, and the Prada of the postseason. I I don't even know what that Hermes crap is. What the hell is that? I think Hermes is a luxury high-end brand. Louis V would be Louis Vuitton, right? Gordon shops at sportscasters, sports writers are us. Scott is over on like Rodeo Drive. Target and Walmart. I I didn't hear it. Well, he made a Walmart reference once. Um, Okay, Okay, let me ask you guys both this question. So I was talking to Jesse Rogers today, who we're going to get on the pod maybe next week. And he said, do not look for your Cubs cap on any of the big shortstops if the deal's longer than five years. They're not going to do it. Tim, do you believe that? Uh, let me toss this to Gordon first because, Gordon, uh, yeah, you, you kind of wrote, wrote about that, this. Cap. I wrote it today. Did you read my story? I have not read today's. <laughs> I read yesterday's story that you had posted. Uh, there's been a bunch of stuff I've read. I did not read today's. I just literally got done doing another thing. So I wonder if Jesse's source is the same as mine uh, because I get that distinct impression as well talking to sources within the organization. They do not have an appetite for one of these long-term deals, which you saw for Seiya Suzuki last year might be their limit. And when you're looking at the shortstop market, there's really only one guy that's going to try to push that. Correa? Correa because he's the youngest of the four. And he also kind of has a skills package that he might be able to command that. And he's Boris, guys, and Boris is going to look for it. Even Bogarts, I think Bogarts is 30. So we're talking four and five years probably, maybe five years. Maybe these guys all get roughly five years. I I think that's about right. I do think, though, the Cubs are in. Now, I have been told that uh, Boris's people have already met with the Cubs. Both the shortstops are in play. Um, I... I raised this issue of the length of the contract. And right now, they can't talk terms or anything until Thursday, but they can meet with teams and talk about length of contract and things like that. Right now, it seems like Jed's in a listening mode. So uh, the Correa's people don't necessarily think that, that they're out on him because of potential length of contract because their impression is they like him a lot. Um, they, they, now, as far as they also have, the Boris, Boris also has Rodon. Right now, I don't think that's in play. I hear Texas for him. Built a home that's in Dallas. That's, that's what I'm hearing as well. That's I would consider Texas the favorite right now. They brought in Bruce Bochy. They intend to win now. They spent a half a billion on a middle infield last year, and the ownership's really aggressive. So I would expect that they would go big for a pitcher that could make an immediate impact like that. And and a guy like him, left-handed power pitcher, wants to be in Dallas, just bought a home there and the whole thing. So I would suspect that the Cubs are right now in the middle of that Senga market, the, the Japanese free agent that's coming over. If they get him, if they land him, that changes everything in terms of the Rodon Walker end of the market and 
you know, they'll be looking at depth at that point. Um, I, I, I can understand perhaps, right, with how, how far, how many years you want to go on some of these guys. I can, I can see the thinking, but if I remember correctly, was it not Andrew Friedman who once said, if you're always rational about every free agent, you will finish third every time. Right. And yeah. it's, it look like would I give eight to 10 years to Bogarts and Swanson and no, but Carlos Correa with his age, like, I think that's something can't stay healthy all the time. He's played, I believe 89% of his games the last three years. And we know one of those was 60 game season, but like, I just think, look, if you have the means and you want a shortstop, it's gonna take that for a Carlos Correa. And if, like when I when I read all this today, this whole thing about like the five years we're talking about, that was surprising to me because it's you're not getting Carlos Correa on five years. I know he got three last winter, but you're not gonna get Carlos Correa and not Trey Turner either in five years. So, it to me what that said was I thought that they would be in the thick of this market, but to me that would almost. I don't want to be so bold and stern to say that would rule them out immediately, but it doesn't help their chances to me, it seems like. I, I will say this, too. There's four of them, right? Dansby Swanson being one of them. And there there are more than twice as many as that in terms of teams that are in that market that are serious players in that market. That's going to drive up some prices on at least one or two of those guys. And it's it's it tells you, you know, Look, I, I was talking to some some executives yesterday, and the rules changes. Most people are on board in the sim, similar thinking. You can't get away with hiding guys in the infield anymore with some of the shifts they do. You're going to need more athleticism if you don't already have it. And so, there's a lot of teams that are that are looking at this market, uh, this particular in particular the shortstop market. So that could drive up the prices. It could drive some of those contracts uh, the lengths uh, a little longer. I. I I don't think it's going to for the slightly older in that group, um, but it, it could for Correa. Okay, so I want to know why they have not gotten, according to your article, which I just read, because I was reading your you know, stuff the other day, about, and we talked yesterday, you and I through text a lot, they have not extended a qualifying offer to Wilson Contreras despite sloppy reporting from a number of sources. That will be official tomorrow, and then he has 10 days to have his agent say, what are you going to do with my guy? Yeah, we'd be interested. Then he Nobody, could decline or accept. Nobody's extending that qualifying offer before the deadline just because things can happen between now and the deadline. You do it you do it when you have to. And then, and then most guys, if you're going to accept it, maybe accept it right away. Nobody who declines is going to decline it right away because, again, things happen. They get time to talk to other teams if they want. What if they shockingly find out nobody wants him? And that's not going to happen. He's going to he's, he's going to decline it. Everybody I've talked to say he's going to decline it. People that know him close, people that are part of that decision, he's going to decline it. Uh, and right now, he is clearly the top catcher on the market. You, you know, you, you got the shortstop market. You got a couple of starting pitchers out there. And then when you start looking at this, like Nemo's – one of the rare guys that can play center field on a market. And you've got Wilson, who is the catcher on the market. There's other guys. Vasquez is out there. He's, he's a pretty, pretty good catcher. But Wilson has the offense, the starting pedigree, three starting all-star bids in the last four all-star games. Um, he's he's going to get paid, and he's going to get multi-years. 
Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so why have they not, in your article, had deep discussions? Tim, why would you not have deep discussions already with Nico Horner and Ian Happ? Anybody that you're seriously thinking of extending so that you have an idea as you go shopping? Well, I was going to give Tim that, but guess what, Tim? The house that we want to buy, it's more money than we thought. Uh, I thought Ian Happ made a, a good point when we spoke to him after he won the gold glove. And, you know, like the, the the possibility of this, I guess, we've been talking about it since the end of season press conference Hoyer had. But the way Happ kind of put it is they kind of have to get their ducks in a row to start of the offseason and then go from there. So, like, uh, yeah, like I don't, I don't think it's a matter of it, it's going to happen in January or, you know, it's not, that's not that we're talking about, but. Uh, it's just not something that the first day of the offseason starts, the World Series ends, they're immediately going to do that. Like, could they? Sure. But I think they're going to try to get other things in, in order first before they go down that road. Gordon? Yeah, it's because uh, they don't have to yet. I mean, hang on a second. I'm spinning here. Damn it. If, you, if uh, you're – hold on. If you if you uh, have the capabilities to watch this on YouTube, I would recommend it because Gordon is literally sitting at a uh, slot machine, and this is quite entertaining. And if he hits like <laughs> – a $5 million jackpot while we're talking, you will just see a blank screen as he leaves. That is exactly right. Hey, uh, guess what? Take that. See ya. I'm out. <laughs> that would be awesome. His feed, that would be hilarious. His feed went dark for a second, and I thought that was what was happening. I thought he was just like, just, <laughs> just signing off. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Sorry. Ah, damn it. So um, you, you I, said I'm they sorry, don't. Where, where we, were we were about talking about those. extension talks, and you said because they don't have to i understand look look cap you might not even get anything done with nico nico might be exploratory at this point he's only just starting his arbitration years he's somebody you definitely want but there's no rush with him there is with ian because he's in his last year of arbitration eligibility but there's also some cost control in that you can project what that is so even if you go through you know tendering him and and having uh you know the, the the arbitration numbers even you can do all that and still be talking about extensions. Both sides, in that case, and in Nico's case, there's no animosity here. They're all in a good place. They're all on the same page. Yeah, I'm not saying animosity. I'm just saying, how come I see the Braves signing every guy on their roster that's worth a you-know-what 
Hey, yeah, I'll tell they're you locked what, up. You know White Sox, they're <laughs> locked up. We never do. Cap, they're world champions with a lot of really good friggin' players. They did it and before they, they won it, Gordon. They did it with some before they won it, and they've done it with a ton since they've won it. What championship have the White Sox won? All I see is all their young guys getting locked up. How come we can't get our guys locked up? Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. You want you want to talk about the last core? We can talk about the last core, and you can get all outraged if you want. There's no reason to get outraged on this. The, the, there's urgency when it comes to the Braves because they got so many guys, and they're in that window right now. These guys, they, they they're talking. They, they just haven't got that far yet. They're doing all this stuff at once. There's no urgency here. They'll get it done. I will say Never the one is. thing to watch is the one thing to watch on this is that Jed said it uh, yesterday. He said he's learned along the way that he doesn't like negotiating in spring training. Yeah, that's in he's your learned. article, and I get that. So get it done right. now. Hey, guess what, Ian? We love you, man. You enjoy your Thanksgiving because you're locked up. It's uh, three months before spring training. Yeah. It's always an excuse. Always an excuse with these guys. <laughs> well, here's another thing I wonder, like, I'm just speculating here, right? As far as urgency, if if they discover that they're not even in the same boat as Hap in the, the range, right? Uh, wouldn't you want to figure that out sooner? Because then you have to kind of make a call on, okay, do we, do right. we find middle ground or are we going to have to look into trades sooner than later? And he's marrying a girl from Arlington Heights. He is openly pined for, I want to be here the rest of my career. I cannot believe Ian Hap's going to ask you for $2 billion and go, oh, well, we can't afford that. He's going to work with you. You're going to get a good deal both ways. How come Julio... If Julio Rodriguez was a Cub, he would not be signed to that deal he got in Seattle. That's my no, point. Hell no. hell no. That's that's a fact. Well, Gordon, you had a... We want to talk about, not extensions, but signing. Gordon had an interesting article about Senga. I know we brought him up, but Gordon, you 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 uh, ran into Senga's agent. Joel who, Wolf, And he represents Seiya Suzuki, who and also you Darvish, if I'm not mistaken. Gordon, what was that conversation Correct. like? Correct. Yeah, I uh, ran into him in the hall when he got here the other day and uh, just Ask him about uh, Senga and and uh, yeah, what the process was. We're doing. and he said Suzuki's already talked to him. He's already recruiting him. And I would I, I haven't checked in. I saw Joel again last night. Just said hi to him as he walked past in a hurry. But uh, I would expect that they've already met with the Cubs. But he had planned to. That, that was part of his plan. Also talked to some Cubs people. And, uh, I mean, we've seen it reported. We've reported it. They're very, very interested in this guy. They love the fact that Suzuki's out there recruiting for them. And they're prepared to, to go in with a hard recruiting pitch and get this guy. They might be. Yeah. You know, there's some debate whether, you know, Wolf thinks he might have overstated things with the Cubs a little bit. But, uh they are definitely in the middle of this thing. He wants to go to a big market club. He wants to go to a club that wants to win now. And that's one of the things that Jed's been emphasizing is that he intends to try to win next year, whatever that means, right? Yeah, check out the video we're going to have up on our site later about what Scott Boris uh, thinks intelligent spending means. Um, <laughs> I would say intelligence in baseball is a measure of probability because you know that you're in a competitive environment. You know that the real probability in this game is to be a 
uh, in that top 12 because what goes on in the playoffs and such has a lot to do with with getting great players to perform at great levels and we have great plans that prevent the great players from performing at great levels so we the real dynamic I think of all of this is, is to say am I in that upper tier which allows me to be in that 35 40 percent of the league I'm in and I think it's clear that the, the Cubs have a, a lot to do to get into that 40 percent there, there are a number of teams that are well ahead of them right now, but we also know that by the end of this free agent market, they could map into that group quite easily. I got to hear this. But I think, but I think um, that I don't know who else would be in better position at this point in the offseason uh, to, to sign him. I mean, I think they're the early favorites at least. Okay, so the GM meetings uh, will be done here shortly, and then they'll set the forty-man rosters next week. So they'll Hold make on, the. I need to, I'm going to spin again. Hold on. Let's see here. Damn it! All right, go ahead. Nothing. Uh, they are also going to make official that they're cutting ties with Jason Hayward, eating the final twenty-three million that he's owed. So his spot on the forty-man will be open. They can make their moves. Then when do you expect stuff to start happening? Because you could be like me, impulsive, be at the store and go, I want that, and buy somebody right now. Or you could say, I'm going to wait till February and I'm going to see what the market does. I'm a fan, man. I want some players. I think some of the higher-end pitchers are going to go deep into the market. Unless somebody likes, like, again, like Texas, who got so aggressive last year in the shortstop market, goes, like, all in on Rodon right away and just blows everybody away. Uh, short of that, I think those guys are going to go a while. Wilson might go a while because he's got a little bit of leverage to play out, see what some of these other teams are going looking for. I think the shortstop market has a chance to move a lot faster than we thought. I didn't think that coming into the meetings. There's so many teams, though, that want these guys. I could see some of those talks getting aggressive faster uh, rather than waiting uh, later into the offseason. I do think that Correa is going to take a while. He was one of the guys that took a while last year before he decided to go on that short-term deal with the opt-out. So uh, you could see one or two of those guys go real fast somewhere, and that can start to to set the market a little bit. Um, But... Uh, we got the winter meetings coming up in one month, one in one month to the week, so what, four weeks from now, and so that's when I think right in that range, end of the month, uh, right after Thanksgiving to the end of the winter meetings, I think you're going to see a flurry of moves. Tim, will the Cubs have a major acquisition? I'm not talking about some guy we claim in the Rule Five draft. Hold up, hold up, I'm gonna spin again. <laughs> Hey, I won uh, a dollar. About that. Give it to Jed. See if he needs it. Um, I saw that one coming. So will the Cubs, by the time Gordon comes back from San Diego, so that's five weeks from now, will the Cubs have made a significant free agent signing to augment the 23 roster? 
I think in the next five weeks, they Kodai Senga is a Chicago Cub. I really do. I mean, if you if you read Gordon's story, which I recommend on our website uh, about you know Gordon's conversation with his agent, to me, like the it's, they are the early favorites. I don't see uh, anyone else more that should be viewed more favorite than them right now. And I know things can change, but like we've talked about this here uh, on this podcast, where this is a different kind of free agency than guys who are already in MLB, where. You know, dollars do matter. I can't say that they don't for guys coming from Japan, but it is much more of a recruiting process. You know, you're coming to a new country. You have to see where your family will be comfortable. And in that sense, I think that matters a lot. And if they're already kind of going through the, that, he's talked to Suzuki, he can kind of already get that impression, then I think that moves sooner than later, and, and that's your first big move. And then that kind of will set the table for what they're where they go from there. Like we've talked about Rodon, but... Uh, if they have Senga in the fold, that, that would change the calculus, certainly with the rotation. Yeah, I, I will say, uh, let me add one more thing on Senga. Keep your eye on the Yankees. Uh, a lot of times, you know, the Yankees have that mystique, but they, in particular, they oftentimes have that mystique overseas with some players. And so when he says he wants a big market, that could be code for the Yankees as well. We've seen that with some Japanese players that have come over and been really smitten with the idea of wearing pinstripes. And the Yankees do have a need there. Unlike, say, the Dodgers, who have all kinds of depth, they just ran into some injury problems this year. So I, I, I just watch the Yankees. That might be the other the other team that, that could get in the Cubs' way. All right. We'll see what happens. Get it done. Love to see you also hit a big bucket of money there yeah. okay I'm, I'm hit a couple more spins here hold on hold on hold on no wait a minute wait a minute oh that might have been 10 bucks holy crap Ooh. how about that all right there you go That's a good note to go out on all right, right there. gordon have Catch fun travel safe tim I i'll see you next week we may have Jesse Rogers on the pod. We'll talk more Cubs, the three of us, and Jesse. So for Tim, for Gordon, for Claire, I'm Cap. Thank you for listening to the Cubs Talk podcast from Vegas. That's right. That's where Gordon is. Talk to you next week. Take that.